Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. A word from our sponsor, Von Seger Designs is a small Nebraska custom woodworking business making hand-burned customized wood pieces to be a statement in any room. Working with clients every step of the way, from hand-selecting the wood to customizing the design Von Seger Designs makes the process as smooth as possible. Specializing in items from themed bar carts and tables to cutting boards and signs so that you can show your team pride all year round. Show your Husker support in a unique and functional way. When you work with Von Segrin Designs, you support small businesses throughout the region. Allow Von Segrin Design to create a custom, fresh, hand-burned piece wood for your home or business. You can link up with them at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-D-N-E-S-I-1 and at V-O-N-S-E-G-G-E-R-N underscore designs. So check them out on Facebook and Twitter and uh, Instagram as well. Uh, go Big Red, and uh, let's start the podcast. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, Zach here, joined by Fitz. Fitz, how are you doing tonight, bud? I am doing great. Had a little little pool in the pool day for the afternoon, then came home and my son and I did some uh, lawn work. So I'm, I'm ready to do this. Looking forward oh. to it. Oh, we love hearing that. And we got Drake with a uh, little red behind him. Drake, what's how are you doing, bud? I'm good, man. I, I totally forgot I had this uh, giant Pepsi bottle of little red at my house and Found it when I decided to change where I was going to record tonight. Well, sacrifice, I'm, sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> we're I'm glad working. that you got that bad boy behind you. Yeah, we're working <laughs> on it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's introduce our guest and the reason that we're all here tonight. We got uh, Nebraska outside linebacker slash rush rusher edge rusher, I believe. Uh, Jamari Butler. Jamari, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. Appreciate y'all for having me. Not a problem, my man. We are, we are happy to have you in here, especially after 
all the uh, you've kind of blown up this spring, you know, compared to last year and everything, you know, being another year into the program, you've really kind of blown up and had a, a hell of an off season so far. Yeah. Appreciate you. It was just all about coming in and buying into what they feeding me. So <laughs> making the best out of what's happening with the, uh, you know, with that room, it, it's a packed room it, and with there being so many different guys in there and different things like that. I'm going to bring one up in particular because it seems like from pictures and different things, you guys have grown to have a great relationship is O'Shawn Mathis, you know, with him coming on campus and, and also a, use, a listener asked this as well. What are some of the things that you've learned from O'Shawn just since he's been on campus with you? I mean, you know, he's a very experienced guy. So like he's older. So I look up to him the same way I look up to Caleb Tanner and Gary Nelson and like him just coming in, brings more of a, like a big brother type of deal to me so i enjoy talking to him he's a he's a great asset if you ask me yeah as i say he se- he seems like the dude that's that i you know he's the oldest guy and they one of the older guys in the room and his experience and i think he's played in 30 plus straight games or something like that yeah. in the big in the big 12 he brings a different level um and i i think he's really going to help that 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 edge rusher room this year i'm excited to see what y'all can do because man there's there's just like 12 dudes in there it seems like yeah, yeah, everybody, hey, best room in the Big Ten, remember that. Oh, there we oh, got our Fitz, title. Go ahead, we, there you go. There we go. We're always looking for a good title. Um, going back to high school, uh, you didn't, you weren't uh, an early role, an enrollee because you were playing basketball, but what I find really interesting, uh, you didn't play football eighth grade, so your seventh grade was your last year playing football, so yeah. eighth grade, then you didn't come back out to your senior year. You were rated a three-star by most of the services, but you kind of like Zach said, you blew up even in that, in that, in your senior year. What do you think you would have been for a, a star rating had you played freshman, sophomore, junior year? Because I can imagine what you put on film in that short amount of time senior year. I mean, just incredible. And don't be humble. Don't, you know, put it out there. Where, where are you, <laughs> yeah. you just, you have more time, whether it's camping, um, more game film, things like that. And just what you've been able to do here. What do you, what do you think for yourself as far as a star rating coming out? If you five. have played all. Five, okay. for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely five. Cause I used to always say that, like talking to my high school coach, I used to be like, if I would have been playing, I'd probably be number one player in my class. Then like playing Alabama seven, eight football, that's, basically the closest thing to college coming out of high school so yeah i say five for sure <laughs> that's that's it. amazing because we we had that we did that side by side of you uh with your blue and yellow football jersey from high school and then you know where you are coming out of the weight room today in between the between the ink and the muscles there's been a bit of a a bit of a change <laughs> yeah. i mean it's that's yeah, i mean man. it's that's incredible are you are you are you pleased with the with the physical changes you've been able to make and are, are you, do you feel really, really good about where you're at in that capacity to step on and, and play down after down in the big 10 this year? Yeah, I'm, I'm very confident. Cause like, yeah, I even get confident like watching my film from like freshman year practice fall camp to like last year, you can see the improvement as far as like physical wise and speed and everything. Also it's building confidence. Cause now I'm getting more comfortable. Like, being out on the field because I ain't, I thought I didn't belong at first, but now like getting those snaps and those reps is bringing more confidence. Now, 
as we as we kind of talk about your room and your position group that you just you know told us is the best in the Big Ten, uh, where do you see the biggest leap coming from that room this year in terms of how how that group is going to be able to change the game a little bit more? So like our group more of like because we're one of the groups that has more of the older guys, more experienced guys also. You know, Caleb played since he was a freshman. Garrett also. Now Sean coming in from the Big 12, he's All-American. So as far as, like, their energy and what they bring to the table, like, during the weight room session, like, it amps everybody up. So I feel like if they can translate that to the game, and then if they get in the sacks to show for it, it'll be a major step for the defense. So it seems like with those increasing those sacks, a major step for the defense, and it's not been a secret, there's been a shift with probably the alignment, the front, uh, and the, the overall scheme that you guys might be be running. Does this really go into favor your physical ability and your um, what you can do really well on the field? Plus now, like we've talked about, O'Shawn, you've got Nelson, who, yeah, he's an edge linebacker, but he's probably that D end at heart, just like you. Is it, yeah. Are you happy with that, with that change? Is it something that's going to allow you guys to just pin your ears back and get after a little bit more? Yeah, I feel yeah, I'm comfortable with the change because it's like everybody is a 50 50 type of linebacker. So, like, we all can cover, we all can rest. So, it's like, no matter where they put us on the field, we're going to make it happen. What's, what's, the, what's the best thing you do? What's your go to if you had to put something on film right now for an NFL scout? What are you doing? What's, what's your, what's your skill set? Where's, what's your best? Rushing, pass rush, pass rush for sure, for sure. <laughs> Can't is wait there, to see that. Is there a, I'm not. I'm not going to say a quarterback specifically, but is there a team that you're looking forward to the most uh, in trying to pin your ears back and plant one of those quarterbacks into the ground? Oklahoma. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Oklahoma, for sure. Oh, I love it. I love it. Calling your shot. So you brought this point up a little bit ago, and I kind of want to expand on it a little bit more. You said that you didn't feel like you kind of fit in your freshman year. You know, you didn't know if you belonged or not with some of the guys from your freshman or from the class that you were recruited in transferring out already, do you know, with you sticking it out, do you, did that, how do I want to put this? You feel more thankful that you were able to stick it out during that freshman year. Um, and what did oh, that yeah. teach you about kind of yourself? Yeah. I feel like me sticking it out, watching all them leave, it kind of molded me into like, okay, if you ride it out, things going to get better. Cause as you can see, it's getting better. You know, me and Yant probably the only two left from our freshman class. So us sticking it out, grinding out, it just I feel like it made us better as men off the field, you know, because not everything gonna go how you want it to go. Well, exactly. And especially, you know, you guys are eighteen to twenty two year old young men far away from home. I mean, that's yeah. not easy to do. Uh with Yant, you know, is that a guy that you got a pretty close relationship with on and off the field, I'm guessing? Yeah, that's my roommate. He ain't here right now, though, but yeah, that's my dog. Uh, Okay. We we know where we were going. Are you going to ask the, are you going to ask the required question? Kind of, kind of. Um, But I'll ask that one too. (laughs) You and Yant are about to meet in a hole. Who's winning? (laughs) Look at that. Look at that. Who's winning? Hey, man, it's just something you got to (laughs) see. Opportunity is rare, though, because, like, you know, we on the edge. Most of like it's just rad to see. It's rad to see. I'm waiting for but, that stretch play, and then yeah, 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 meet on the edge. That's what I'm waiting for. Now, would you? Here, this is the question I was really going to ask because you brought him up, and he 
He has a running style that is beloved by the Nebraska fan base going back to our glory days. Is he is he one of the harder hitting guys on the entire roster? Hell yeah. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for like for an offensive person, yeah, he's for sure one of the hardest. Who who's up there with him on offense? On offense, I have to go with like far as offensive tackles and everything. Well, just everybody that can hit because we we had like Brewington, we know is coming around that that edge yeah. and just laying people out. Yant does not shy away from contact. Are there? Yeah, there's some guys all. that, yeah. As uh, far as like offense, I say Omar Manning is up there because when he come to block, it feel like a tight end. Travis Volkelek <laughs> up there. Nuri, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, we got some hitters on that blocking. Okay. We got some as a defensive guy on the uh, since we're talking about guys that can hit on that line. As a defensive player playing out on the edge, who's the one guy you don't want to see Poland coming at you? Probably Brock. I mean, Bando. 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 Bando so that's a big-ass dude. He huge. I ain't going to lie. He huge. Jamari, we, I, I don't expect you to go too much into this, but going to the offensive line, talking about a couple of those guys, do you see a big mentality shift with that group? Yeah, it's a major mentality shift because compared to 2021 season, like, compared to spring to, like, fall camp last year, they, they wasn't really blocking as aggressive as they was. But spring, it kind of transitioned into, like, the whole play you dealing with that offensive lineman. So, like, once he hits you, he's going to keep driving. So, you really got – it forces you to play the full play, if you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But it it the, sounds like a couple of those guys have gotten really mean in that room as of late. Yeah, they, they get some nasty. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so one question I had for you, with the amount of guys that you guys lost last year off the defense, you know, your JoJo's and different things like that, a lot, losing a lot of seniors, Deontay Williams and Dismuke on the back end, do you guys think that your the defense this year will be better with the play, the pieces that you're putting in there? Do you think they have the ability to be better than last year? I mean, yeah, me personally, I think so, but – Far as like that last year group, that that was a experienced group. But the younger guys coming up under them, like they kind of molded us into what we ready. So when the chance do come to step up, it's like it's natural. Like it's gonna click hundred percent. And then like the chemistry always been there with the defense. Like in practice, we always talking. You just don't see one position group talking to one position group. You'll see a couple of DBs talking to the D tackle. So yeah, I feel like we're gonna be good. Yes, it seems like that defense has always been the constant for for even the last few years. The defense has been the one constant thing under Chenander. Um, you're are are you working primarily with Dawson as the outside backers coach? Then, yeah, yeah, Dawson. What's the what's the difference between Dawson and Tui, was Tuioti the outside coach last year? No, nah, it was all right. So, coach Dawson has the whole group. The okay, whole D line now. Okay. Last year it was Tuioti was with the D line, Dawson was with the edge. Gotcha. Okay. So I wasn't sure if there was a lot of crossover with Tuioti in that room, and then you know with him going to Oregon this year or not. Um, with there being all the trans transformation and turnover in the, I guess the defense in general, especially like the line group. Have you noticed that line being more aggressive with the guys that we've had in? Yeah, I feel like us being together as one whole group, it gives us a chance to like get everything right. So, like, we run in a certain type of blitz. That chemistry we have, we automatically know, like, what's going to happen and how you going to do it. So, I feel like us being in one big room, it gives us a chance to be around each other more and feel it, feel each other out more, like, as we're on the field together. 
as a now with the change from from more of the odd man to what we assume is going to be more of an even front does that take some of uh, some of the reading on the defensive side off your plate is there a lot less eye trusting and just more assignment now i mean i don't really know because it changes like weekly okay so one week it may be this but if we playing like Minnesota or something may change up. So it all depends on Shenanah, how he switches it. Okay. When you uh when you guys now that the transfer portal obviously is a big part of college football, um, and you you've been through it as far as you know, teammates leaving, teammate teammates coming in. How do you guys, the current players, do you get excited when you start kind of hearing that hey, so and so is connected to Nebraska and might be transferring here? Or do you guys just say, hey, if they get here, great, we'll work with them, but we're not going to get our hopes up or anything like that? Or are you guys kind of work, maybe working some working some angles behind the scenes? I mean, me personally, I'm always thrilled to hear, you know, we got a new person. I don't really be looking at it as much as how big their name is. It's just if they can play, they can play. Like, I'm 50-50 with it, me personally. It don't really make me a difference. But I'm glad that we did get the guys that we get because they all they're going to be a major help. Yeah, because that seems to be the as far as the makeover goes, and I know Drake touched on it. That that defensive line, we went from just from the outside looking in as fans, where it looked almost like, hey, are we going to have enough guys? Are we going? Are we taking quite a few steps back? It's now going to be a year of just learning and and doing getting what you can out of it. To where now, with you guys across there, especially the edges it almost looks like one of the strengths of the team. Am I, am I wrong to, to put that much stock into that defensive line now? No, no, you're not wrong for sure. That's yeah. Oh, go ahead, Fitz. No, I, no, you're good. You're good. I was going to say with the, with the defense, cause we knew, we know we've got some older guys and you had talked about one of them a little bit earlier, Garrett Nelson. Are there like three or four dudes that, are just the leaders in that in the in the defense that it's like yeah that's the guy this year besides Nelson. Yeah, I look up. I I look up to any like if you older than me, I'm gonna show my respect because you know you played the game, you did more than me. You know, I this is my really fourth year back on the field. So far as like leaders, I look up to Nick Henrich, Luke Reimer, Miles Former, Quinn Newsom. I really look up, if you older than me and you're playing, I'm gonna listen to you no matter what. Yeah, and like I mean, there's there's plenty of older guys, which which is really good, especially in the linebacker room in general. With 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 Heinrich and you know Reimers on the field, like you outside guys got to feel pretty secure that hey, that ball's probably going to bounce out there because you can't run the ball at the middle, right? Yeah, yeah, I feel a lot of confident, and they're good at communicating. So, so yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, are they good? Are they? Uh, I mean, they got to be pretty good. So they're pretty loud on the field. They're talkers then. Yeah, they loud because you know how loud Memorial is. If you can, I hear them just standing from the sideline, so I know everybody on the field. Man. Yeah, are which which position group on that defense is the most confident heading into this year? Do you think? I feel like everybody confident. You know, the DB room they know they took a big hit, but they training the younger guys in. So once it, the time comes, it's, it's go time. Since. You know, because so when you came in, you know, you had one year of, of high school football back, you know, getting your, your scholarship and everything like like that coming on campus. You look like you put on like 30, 40 pounds since coming <laughs> yeah. on campus, man. 40, what are you weighing right now? 245. 245. Jesus Ooh. Christ. 
That that's a big linebacker off the edge there. So besides the weight and the size and everything like that, technique obviously is getting better. What are probably like two or three things this offseason that you've really put the work on and said, these are the things I know I need to do to get on the field. Really understanding the playbook more. Like I knew the plays, but I didn't understand the concepts, like what we were trying to stop and like what we were going up against. So like weekend and week out, I just try to understand the playbook better and learn what everybody else around me is doing. So I know like what my job is. Yeah, that I mean, and, and from what I've heard, Shenander's defense is not the easiest uh, defense in the world to learn between no, the checks and the the reads and the blitzes and the pickups and different things like that. It's it's a pretty intricate defense, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of communicating. So you're not talking, you're really gonna miss something important. Which I, I think is is a benefit of having a lot of the guys. You know, it's a benefit and a detriment at the same time having a lot of new guys on the field. You know, they're talented. But yeah. is that communication going to be there right off the bat? That's one of the tougher things um, that I think you guys may have to deal with, with, you know, the first couple of games. Um, are you guys excited to get that Ireland trip going? Oh, yeah, for sure. But everybody looking at it like it's a business trip. Like, yeah, we know we're going all the way overseas, but this year we got to make a statement. We starting off with that game. Yeah, that's it's how how early are you guys flying out? Is it like the week before? Is it yeah, the week. five days before or so? The week before. It's uh it's a hell of an acclimation period. So just uh the first day you get there, try to fight through it, stay awake as long as you can. <laughs> yeah. You you're gonna crash out if depending what time you land there. It's it's a beautiful country, but fuck that flight sucks. <laughs> yeah, I got you for sure. You uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, the game that uh, the quarterback that you wanted to get after would, would be the Oklahoma game. Is that and I kind of maybe got a feeling. Is that one of the games maybe as a team or just you personally that if that game goes the other way or you want that game back? Is that a obviously it's a big, big game, but does that really change the direction of that season? That early game last year against Oklahoma? I feel okay. like. I feel like it's a momentum booster for sure. So, because last year, you know, we came up short. But, like, just the energy in that game, seeing how we came out, you know, we finna fight them before the game. Just seeing the energy, I feel like we get that one. That's a big momentum shifter. So I got a, so I got a question about Coach Frost this year. Since he's taken over the CEO role for the team and different things like that, have you players really noticed a, a big shift in kind of how he's around, or is, have you guys seen a little bit more of him because now he's kind of floating around everywhere? I mean, I feel like it's still the same, like, because he come in our workout sessions. He power cleaning with us. We out there on the field. He out there watching us. So I feel like it's still the same. As I say, he doesn't look like he's missed a rep at, at his time in Nebraska. It seems like he's still <laughs> no. in there with you guys. <laughs> yeah, he come in and get a quick punt with us. <laughs> well, it's good. You know, you got the coach out there and and, and everything with you guys. Um, I'm going to start running scout team again. <laughs> I was say, yeah, I remember when he did that. What was it, uh, three or four years ago, just running the short option. I thought it was off to the side there. Yeah. Um, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing Frost out there on goal line again. Just change him up, put him at fullback, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Since the uh, new no, coaches- no green jersey though, he's fair game. <laughs> <laughs> Full contact, he'll be fine. He's a big enough dude. <laughs> yeah, would you would you would you tackle him if the if the opportunity was there because it's practice and you don't know any different? 
Once in a lifetime, Marvin. He's got grown man strength too. Not only not only is he an ex former pro, he's yeah. got grown man strength now. That that equals it out. Give yeah, him a, that, he gets a fair shot. Yeah, that equals it out for sure. I'm gonna go and still Drake's thunder here a little bit. Jamari, three artists on your playlist. What are they? Your favorite three. On game day or just like in general? Let's go game day. Game day, I'll be taking it back to the 90s. Easy E. Let's perk up here. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. You're more the 70s, though. Wow. Wow. Do I (laughs) look at that? Wow, the amount of no, I get no respect. I get no respect around here. Now, sorry that Drake interrupted you after I interrupted you. Uh, Jamari, go go ahead. You got Easy. Oh yeah, Easy. Ice Cube. And for the last, I probably go Snoop. Okay. Woo. What's the last song you have to listen to before you have to put down your phone or your iPod? Easy E. No more questions. That's I have to, Is that how we have now. to end it? Is that how we end it now? That's, that's how we end it, right now. <laughs> no more questions. <laughs> no more questions. <laughs> Just leaves and walks out at that point. He just walks away. We're just sitting there. Um, I, I, I do want to ask in it. We had, I'll tell you what, we had a fantastic response when we, when we let the fans know that you were going to be joining us this, this Sunday. Uh, we put out the graphics. We got, we got a ton of questions. Um, you seem to be, and I don't know if you've noticed it. You seem to be a fan favorite. Uh, you're a guy that, you know, people, are hearing about and it's it's the body transformation it's your it's just your frame and your size when you came in uh, how did you how did you end up choosing nebraska you came in for the visit you said and you've said several times that it, it, it felt like home but you had committed then decommitted from tennessee what what brought you to nebraska and i'll 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 double down on this, the fact that, as you said, you were, if you would have played all that time, you were a five-star. We are damn lucky and happy that you are here. But what, yeah. what got, what got you here? Really the, really close in that because when I, even when I was committed to Tennessee, I was committed to Tennessee for like three months. But even when I was committed to them, he was still coming to my hometown, flying in. It'll be like every week I'll see Shenander and Frost. Literally every week. They calling me out of class. Go talk to him for like 20 minutes. So far, like they just kept staying on it, staying on it. Even though I was committed to Tennessee, they wasn't coming to see me as much as Coach Hernando was. Like he made me feel like I was a priority and that he needed me. So then I had a sit down with um Coach Jeremy Pruitt and they tried to gray shirt me. So I I wasn't finna do that. So then <laughs> yeah, after that, that's when I started, yeah. I started taking a little- business. Yeah, that's a touchy. That's a little touchy subject now. After uh, some of that news dropped with uh, Coach Pruitt, so yeah. we, uh, I don't, I'm not. I don't want to put you on the spot and ask you what you oh, no. did with your with your twelve thousand dollars that his wife gave you. But besides that, it's uh, no. Just just in all in all seriousness, though, we are. It's amazing though that they didn't let it go. But you know, Tennessee's obviously closer to Alabama down in the SEC, but. Did it did it kind of make you feel good though too that Frost and Shenander, the staff, they really saw something in you to to put that time into you, even though, like you said, you only had one year of film. You only had one year of high school football. Is that is that still kind of motivating force for you? Yeah, it really is. Cause like 
ever since I've been here, it's just, it felt like home. Um, you know, the people here are nice. Everybody at the facility nice. Like, I just, ever since I took that visit, I just loved it here. Yeah, that's what that's one thing that we've heard is the uh the coaches and and everyone down there treats it like a family you know once you come in you're you're part of a family it's not you're an outsider it's hey you're one of us at this point and i'm sure you've noticed with the fans as well that they're out of their minds and you know not, yeah. not a bad thing there, there's there's always that support with that being said you know nil being a big thing is that something that you're wanting to dive a little bit more into nil you know sponsorships and different things like that I mean, like, I'm not going to go out myself and reach out because it's football at the end of the day. It's always been about football. That's the main goal. So I'm more of a – I ain't going to say I'm not into NIL. Like, if someone reach out, I'd be happy to do it. Like, you reached out for the podcast, I'm happy to do it. But me personally, I'm not going to go out and look for it because at that point, it's not about football. It's just about getting paid. And I'm more – I know why I came here. I came here because of the sport, not for the money. Yeah, and, and it seems like that's – and a lot of people are chasing the bag. And, they, hey, that's fine. People are going to do what they're going to do. I, I feel like it gets into a sticky situation with some athletes where they get themselves into a situation where they weren't prepared for, which yeah. I think NIL is a great thing. I want you all to get paid. But it, it seems like it's just kind of uh, just a runaway train at this point. There's just no regulations or anything on it, right? Yeah, it really is. But the goal is NFL, not NIL. So exactly that's that's a great way of putting it is is nfl is is the the end of the day goal with shenander putting guys in the league and and the coaches you know and dawson working in the league for all those years do you think that's a benefit to you guys in that edge room yeah that's a huge benefit because sometimes like we go back and watch the nfl film of like the plays they ran and how they ran it because it at the end of the day it's all the same stuff you know everybody copying everybody so we go back and watch those league guys do it, and then he tell us this how we're gonna do it. So it really translates a lot. You uh, do you have some whether current or former um, college or NFL uh, guys that you uh, that you watch? I don't know for a fact. I'm I'm guessing and assuming that Trev Alberts listens to this podcast, so maybe name him. But are there other DNs that you kind of look at and and kind of try to model your game after? I was real big on Khalil Mack, like watching him at Buffalo and at the Raiders, and I like he's always been my favorite. So I try to model my game after him, you know, speed to power, bullish, all that. Yeah, he is his his frame and his strength, but the the speed that he has. Uh, yeah, he takes, I, <laughs> he, I mean he the leverage the leverage that he can get when you think that he's just going to go full power and he's right by you. And then all of a sudden he takes a step out and the guy gets a little bit off balance and then he's on his ass. And it's, I mean, that is fun to watch. Yeah. That, that's what I try to want in my game. Man. And he was a product of coach Duvall. So got to. That's true. Got to rep Duvall there. One of the, so based upon just kind of on your building and everything like that, you're a six foot five, six foot six kind of guy you've got some of the longest arms I've seen as a, def as a defender, man, is, is the goal this year. I know you don't want to talk about individual goals, but double digit sacks would be pretty nice. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It would. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to say that's the goal this year, but come on now. That's gotta be somewhere on the goal sheet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Yeah, Just going to sure. say you get double digits. That's all big 10 kind of talk out. I, I've put it out there. I think Jamari Butler is some sort all bit on all Big Ten list this year. I don't know which one, but it'll be on there. Um, yeah. 
I've just got one last question for you, Jamari, and then we'll check and see if these guys got anything else with, you know, one more question about Ireland with going to Ireland and different things like that. Um, how do I want to put this first play of the game for Northwestern? Would you prefer Jamari Butler gets an interception return for a touchdown or a strip sack for a touchdown? Strip sack. Strip sack? Strip sack, for sure. Perfect. That, that yeah. I figured if you were a DB, you'd go interception, but nah, I wanted no to go with strip sack. Yeah, strip sack. Got to take that quarterback straight down. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's what we love for our outside linebackers and edge guys. Um, that's that's all I got. Drake, what, what do you got? I, yeah, I got one more too, Jamar, and it's kind of going the same way. If you have your choice, would you rather, you know, lay a quarterback out underneath his chin strap, or do you like to hit him on the blind side when they have no no idea you're coming? Blind side. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you get that blind side, his back turned. So I woke up today and chose violence. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the Big Ten, can't call targeting most likely if you're coming in on the blind side, so it's it's safer <laughs> because you but never you know are, what's going to happen. You are there. wearing Nebraska colors, so you got to watch out. They can still call you for targeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't think anybody on defense wears 25 anymore. <laughs> you can't. Not no. Not not as a Nebraska fan or not as a Nebraska player. Well, Fitz, you got anything else? Yeah, I do. Um, we hadn't. We touch on it usually, so I'm going to kind of jump in with it real quick. We know that with Coach Bush, special teams has become a priority. We, you know, we're not going to to, to talk talk that about that much anymore. But as far as you individually, is that something that you are willing and more than able to jump in and say, you know what, let me let me get in there, let me whatever I got to do to help this team? Are you uh, connected? Oh yeah, in that special teams room. I'm on everything. Yeah, I'm on everything. I'm on everything except for a punt return. So, so I maybe I'm misunderstanding. They let you you return. Are you the the starting kick returner? Then is that? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Hey man, they let me return it. (laughs) I'm gonna say it going to the crib. It'd be one cut right through a guy, and then just see what happens after that. One cut sideline gone. I'm here for it. Let. Let the boy return a ball. Uh, all right, I do have one. I do have one more, just because your personality is bringing this. Bringing this. So you were you were a baller in high school. What's uh, what are uh, what are some of the dunks that you uh, have pulled off or know that you can pull off? Game time, gym time, whatever. Oh, I remember game time. I drove baseline. I had did a back scratch. Just how you pull it all the way behind. I missed it though. <laughs> it, was like, it was in the heat of the game though. I was like, I'm just gonna try like you know might as well go for it. I missed it though but the crowd was so hype even even though it was missed the crowd was hype and it was a robbery game we played our robbery McGill Tulin and they school like right down the street from ours that yeah is, that's that how is. it is sometimes though on the basketball court some some of your favorite dunks are the ones that you never finish never finished it it was like it was a bitch. It was like a Russell Westbrook done too. Missed it. Missed I it. know Drake. I know you're going to be surprised, but I've missed every dunk I've attempted. <laughs> well, we we put it eight foot for you, and you we gave you it. the little tyke. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you uh, do you do you guys teammates and stuff head down to the rec center? You guys play some basketball sometimes in your downtime? Yeah, I did, but 
Body ain't what it used. Yeah, the body ain't what it used to be. So, are you can, the best who, basketball player on the football team? No. Nah. Who, who is? Some, who can hoop? I played with Ty Hun. He number seven. He good. Who else? Ty Hun. Grant, Brad, Grant Banks. Mark. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Banks good. I forgot all about him. Banks good. You know who Nate strikes Borch- me as somebody that would be good, but I don't. I don't know if they ever even played. Is Alante Brown. I, I don't know if he played. I ain't never saw him play either. But yeah, I feel like he'd be good though. He's an athlete, you know. Athlete the the way all. he carries himself, I leave, I think he would have been a pretty nice guard in high school. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I used to. I used to go a lot, but by then what it used to be. So nah. all right, so we've we've got some we've got some ballers on the team. So hooping, you can. We know you can dunk. If you bring in your opinion, fits. I swear to God. <laughs> Who's if the you bring uh, up kicker? I swear to God. Who's the uh, who's the fastest cat on the team, in your opinion? Fastest. Gotta go with Trey Palmer. Ooh. Okay. Trey, yeah, Trey for sure. We get we get so many different things from the from the players we've been fortunate enough to talk to that it's just we put it all together and it's like this. Oh no, nah. Ramirez fast too though. It's out of Ramirez. Yeah. I was gonna speed. say Ramirez and Anthony feel like they feel slighted right now oh, based yeah, off our conversations yeah. with them. God, but I would love like to see those just, three line up. Yeah, me watching practice and just watch Trey like to <laughs> speed demon. I ain't going to lie. Well, he had the uh, Jets all the way back in the SEC watching him at LSU. He had, he had speed. Yeah, yeah, he's fast. That's crazy. Well, um, Jamari, is there anything else you want to say to the Husker fans before we let you go tonight? Uh, no, nah, man. Go Big Red. Appreciate y'all for having me. Thanks, Perfect. Jamari. Thanks, man. Hey, oh, Jamari, yeah. thanks for joining us, man. We'll definitely have you back. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, thanks again, everybody, for joining us. It was, uh, it was a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Members of the congregation, let's raise our Kool-Aid-filled glasses and drink to all the things that were, are, and forever will be Nebraska Cornhuskers. Go Big Red.